0: Welcome back to another episode of the Dumbbell Debrief. Today we are diving into the training world and I want to discuss how we can enhance our group training coaching. I'm going to be specifically talking about working with athletes but this can be applied to various populations and various professions. Personal trainers, strength and conditioning coaches and even physical therapists can and should find value from these tips that I go over. Now recently I was able to help out at my old gym in a group training environment as well as individual, but what I really took away were these three concepts that I'm going to go over that if a coach can improve how they do these three concepts, then I think they can really increase their coachability during a group training session. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Number one, precision is power. What do I mean by that? Precision means concise or short, right? We need to learn how to be as short and concise and get our point across when we are in these these environments. These environments have a ton of stimulus. We have a lot of people, we have people talking, you have music, you have weights hitting the ground, you have a lot of moving pieces. And in that environment, you will find extreme benefit if you can learn how to be concise and get that point across. For example, when you're working with an athlete, it's going to completely disrupt the flow if you are jumping in too frequently and over coaching. It's going to decrease the focus of the athlete, it's gonna decrease the overall morale of the athlete, and he's probably not going to, he or she is probably not going to be able to keep their focus for that long of time with all the stimulus going on. So, what I suggest you do is find a number, and this may take some trial and error, but let's say, hey, this session during this group training, I'm going to try to coach people in 15 words or less when I need to correct someone, right? I'm just throwing out a number. Find what works best for you and see if over time you can decrease that number. And if you can and you will eventually, you'll really learn how to pick out the really important things and not fluff it up so much. And In doing so you're going to keep that positive environment for the athlete and they're going to get much more out of it So really try to be precise with those words and see how powerful that can be in that environment Second alertness prevents injury When I'm talking about alertness, I'm talking about the coaches not the athlete When an athlete is in that environment they are going to do everything they can to not show pain or fear this will present itself more in the group training environment because often they are working with their teammates they're working with their friends working with people at their school and they don't want their peers to see them in pain because a lot of people associate pain with weakness and hopefully we all know that's not true But again, with the craziness of a group training environment, it's on the coach to remain alert. And you need to watch for subtle cues. The two biggest cues that you'll see are facial expression and compensation. Now, it's going to be really hard for the athlete to not show that facial expression of pain. They can try, but chances are they don't even know they're making the face half the time. So really watch when they're doing the exercise, are they wincing, are their eyes bulging, are they clenching up, right? There's all different signs and everyone's gonna be different, but stay alert and stay focused on those things. And as with anything, compensation is going to occur when they're in pain. So we need to figure out, are they compensating because they don't know the movement? Are they compensating because the weight's too heavy? Or are they compensating because they're in pain? And you need to be alert enough to know these things and figure these things out and if they are in pain there's a way there's a proper way of addressing this right I personally wouldn't call somebody out or kind of yell it or I would pull them aside and I'd say hey what's going on right try to understand and get them comfortable telling you or else they're not going to and what happens is if they don't then obviously we know things are going to get worse so try to build that relationship with the athletes where they feel comfortable in telling you and where they don't fear that they're gonna be called out if they are or do experience pain. So keep up that alertness and really prevent injury. Third and last point is that emotion creates energy. Now this really became apparent when I was helping out at my old gym. And it is a super important part of the environment that needs to be established, created, and sustained. Really sustained is the big one. We need to keep that energy alive for the entirety of the workout. And this can come down to either the athlete or a coach. But someone, preferably everyone, needs to keep that motivation going. We know. That emotion will create energy. So for example, really quick, when I was working out and helping over at my old gym, there was an athlete that would come in and he was just jacked up, right? Super happy guy, always happy, and just had that positivity about him that really was contagious. And if some people aren't used to that, they, the other athletes may find it kind of awkward or they're kind of unsure what's going on if somebody's kind of yelling and hyped up. But what happens is, and even the ones that feel uncertain about it is A, they smile. And we all know a power the power of smiling is huge. That's going to completely flip the emotion and start to engage positivity and energy. But also, they become more they become a little more curious, like, hey, they're kind of talking like this and taking that leadership role, like, it tends to just increase the morale of the whole group, and people really vibe off it. So again, it can be on the athlete or coach side, preferably both, but it is super important and can really change and transform the entire environment, if the athletes come in and have emotion and really create that energy. So those are the three things that I picked up on. And again, it's not the end all be all, but these are three things that you can try to apply to your coaching and see the difference. I think you'll really be able to see the benefit. So as always, if you guys have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm always more than happy to answer any question you have. And with that said, I will see you guys on the next episode.